I'm Bella Cheeky, the founder and president of Alexander's Hope. So what inspired you to create Alexander's Hope? I created Alexander's Hope after my brother, Alexander. He suffered from an undiagnosed and then misdiagnosed heart condition, which resulted in him needing a heart transplant at the age of 19. And he was super, super lucky to be able to survive. And he's doing well today. But if he had gotten necessary heart screenings beforehand and a couple other things, he never he never would have needed a heart transplant. So we started Alexander's Hope after him in order to help prevent kids from going through what Alexander went through. So I was looking on the website and you have a lot of facts. Where did your, your findings begin? Yeah, so we found out a lot when Alexander was actually, when he was in the hospital, because once we realized he was for sure going to need a heart transplant, which wasn't, we weren't positive on early on as it should have just been a valve replacement. And we learned a lot about how long people are waiting for hearts and other organs and tissues and just got to step into that, you know, world and see how long people actually, actually wait. And a lot of the stats behind that, as we spent a lot of time in the hospital um, during that period. What are some of the things you've learned from your brother? I've learned a lot. I mean, he's been just he's adapted so so well to to everything and he's been always you know grateful that he got an opportunity and never you know upset or feeling bad for himself that you know he had to go through all of this and that all of this could have been prevented and that his life had changed at such a young age um but instead of being that he just you know he got himself up and he has you know just been just been living his life ever since and really using that that second chance that he was gifted. So what are some of the programs Alexander's Hope does? Yeah, so our the biggest thing that we do and where the majority of like basically all of our funding goes towards is our partnership with the Nick of Time Foundation. And okay. so they've been around a bit longer than we have and they organized to do heart screenings about once a month at local high schools and they'll screen up to up to or sometimes a little bit over 500 hearts per screening and we'll find you know there's been screenings where there have been over seven youths that we found that have you know an undiagnosed heart condition whether it's something that needs immediate like immediate attention or something that's really good to watch out for that could lead to something down the road um, and that was a little bit more like what Alexander's was, where had we known he had a bicuspid aortic valve, his first signs of any symptoms, we would have known that it was his heart and not something else and it could have prevented a lot. Um, and then we also teach through the Nick of Time program, we teach kids CPR and how to operate an AED. And so that's really where we spend most of our, most of our money and time focusing on. And then we also do some awareness events for our community. We have a 5K run walk coming up on Saturday, actually. And so there we talk about, you know, what we do at the Nick of Time Foundation and then also the importance of becoming an organ donor. I was reading some of the testimonials on the website. How does it feel personally that you have an impact in people's lives? Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. I mean, when we first got when we first got started, it was like, okay, let's try to find people to 
you know, reach out to and things like that. And now it's gotten to the point where people are reaching out to us and people have signed up because they've read Alexander's story. They've, they've read other testimonials of people on our website and things like that. And so it's definitely, um, it's, it's just kind of crazy knowing the impact that we've been able to have thus far. So what motivates you? Alexander motivates me and just remembering the time that we, when we were in the hospital and there was a long period of time where we didn't know if he was going to make it or not. And, you know, there was so much that we didn't know. And then we've heard so many stories of families that, you know, their family member or loved one did make it through or they didn't make it through and just trying to figure out, you know, everything we can do to help people in that situation and to help people from getting themselves in that situation if there is anything anything preventable where do you want to see the organ donation process so ideally there would be just more education surrounding um surrounding organ donation and people signing up to become donors i know there's a lot of misconceptions surrounding that topic and then there's also people that you know they're not sure you know if they are an organ donor or they don't know what it means to be an organ donor, that they're afraid that if they are an organ donor and they get in an accident, that they're not going to work as hard to save their life because they want to take their organs and things like that, which, um, you know, which isn't true. And so I think right. educating people and then, you know, if something horrific happens to a family member, just having a decision made beforehand is huge and it will, it'll help your family if something were to ever happen as well. So where do you want to see the organization in the next three to five years? So in a perfect world, or what we would love, I don't know if it's to be in the next three to five years, but something that we would yeah. love to be able to do is to have almost like, like a, like a van or something portable where we could go and do heart screenings, maybe like once or twice a week to a smaller scale, not 500 people, but be able to travel, travel around and do it in smaller communities and do it more often um, and whatnot, because it, you know, for our heart screenings, it's recommended when you're, you know, when you're youth, when you're growing, we'll do the screenings typically on um, people aged 14 to 24. And uh, sometimes it'll be a little younger, a little older, but that's the, our, the real age range we're working towards. And ideally you get your heart screened every two years um, because, yeah. you know, you're growing, your body's changing and it's important to continue to look at your heart and make sure that it is okay. And so if we were to have something that would allow us to travel a little bit more and screen people more often, um, that would be huge. What did Alexander think when you uh, created this uh, nonprofit? I think he didn't know what to think um, in the beginning, but he was definitely, he was definitely excited um, and excited to know that there was something, something happening through everything that he went through and that maybe you know, one person would sign up to become an organ donor because of his story or, you know, people would sign up to get their heart screened and something would be, you know, found out that could help save their life because of his story, um, which was huge. How can people reach out and help? Yeah, so our website is alexandershope.org. We have a couple of different, you know, ideas for people if they want to do 
like a fundraising party or if they're if they're local to us how they could volunteer at the heart screenings or at any of our events such as our you know 5k race or our auction or anything like that um and then also just you know spreading the word of alexander soap or making you know a post or talking with friends and family about becoming an organ donor or getting heart screenings. I know there's a lot of other organizations that do similar things to what we do with the Nick of Time Foundation in other states throughout the U.S. And so just finding those out and getting family members screened. 